It is Monday the 7th. You're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, so West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's been beautiful out, so who can complain? Oh, it is super nice out, and we're having a little trouble getting our first guest on, so he's calling now, so we'll just we'll bring him straight in. Joining us on the line from the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare, it's President and CEO Max Richmond. Max, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being patient yeah. with us. <laughs> it's Monday. So welcome in. Um, so I... Wanted to talk to you about, apparently there are some assistance uh, coming through the line for folks who might be diabetic, who are on Medicare. Can you talk about the senior savings model? Uh, yes, uh, it's, it's an important uh, new uh, program. Uh, it's, uh, it's been accomplished through regulations r- rather than through uh, law, uh, and, and it will allow... Uh, people that need that help, insulin, uh, in, in a number of cases, to receive insulin at a much lower price. Uh, this is started just this year, and there, it, it's part of a whole uh, raft of regulations that have been uh, promulgated starting January 1st of this year that are really important. Uh, we, would have pre- we would have preferred legislation that would lower all prescription drug costs across the board, but that is, is as you know, pretty much stuck in the Senate right now. So, but this is a, a, a step forward. It's huge because insulin is one of those um, drugs you, if you need it, you really yeah, can't you do it. without it. And uh, it's not, it, I was looking at the read ahead. It looked as though the cap is $35 per prescription for a month's supply. Is that, did I read that right? That's- that's correct, and that's about ten percent of what it is uh, cost otherwise. So, it's a it's a huge uh, savings uh, for uh, for seniors on Medicare, and uh, and I just wanted to give you our website because if if uh, someone is interested in your audience uh, uh, of accessing this benefit, they can go to our website ncpssm.org. And there's a lot of information there about exactly how this works and, and how to make it available for uh, every Medicare beneficiary that's interested. So it's it's part of Part D, is that right? That's that's right. And it's I guess you could you might call it a pilot program. Uh, if you remember at the State of the Union, uh, uh, President Biden referred to a young boy uh, in the uh, gallery that. Uh, to, as an example of someone whose life depends on on receiving insulin, and this is uh, one step forward. It, we need we need a lot more accomplished through the Congress to lower uh, prescription drug costs across the board. But this is an important improvement. See, it seems like uh, you know. Speaking of that state of the union, the president said, uh, "quote Let's cut the cost of prescription drugs. We pay more for the same drugs produced by the same company than any other country in the world." So it does seem like there is a little bit of support, you know, from higher up. Well, absolutely. You know, we it's a, that's an issue we've been uh, working on for a number of years. Uh, in 2003, 
Medicare added a prescription drug benefit to the program, Part D. And that's a good thing. We were very pleased about that. The problem with that legislation is that it specifically prohibits the federal government from negotiating for the best price for prescription drugs. And uh, that has been on the books ever since 2003. Many efforts have been made by, by our organization and other advocacy groups and members of Congress to change that. So, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it makes no sense to prohibit an entity, in this case Medicare, representing tens of millions of people, from negotiating for the best price for medicine for Medicare beneficiaries. The pharmaceutical industry has fought this tooth and nail, and we, we have not been able to change it. The legislation did pass the House of Representatives. wasn't perfect. It limited the number of drugs that were subject to this negotiation, but it was a beginning. That, as I'm sure you know, uh, was stuck in the, in the U.S. Senate as part of the Build Back Better uh, legislation. And thus far, there's been no movement on it. But uh, we still feel that there, it's, it's a worthy goal, and we will keep working on that common-sense change to the law that would uh, not just permit but mandate the government from negotiating for the best price for prescription drugs. If you had to pick specific drugs to hit next, would they be, you know, for example, high blood pressure medicines, uh, cancer therapies? What What are you guys, what are your sites set on? Well, our sites are set on across the board. The, the legislation I referred to, as I said, uh, uh, we would have preferred all drugs uh, be subject to negotiation. Um, uh, it it is fairly limited uh, to uh, to drugs that uh, have lost their exclusivity, uh, but uh, it's it would be a beginning, and I'm still hoping that that is resurrected in the U.S. Senate this year. So these savings are under that Part D. How accessible is Part D to the average senior? Well, any anybody that's on Medicare uh, can uh, avail themselves of Part D. There's a premium. Uh, that has to be paid. I think it's fairly modest. Uh, for some, of course, it might be too onerous, but uh, it's available to uh, uh, any uh, senior who who would want to participate. The problem is, if we don't get the cost down, the, fa- the fact that there is a, a Part D Medicare uh, prescription drug component does not get at the heart of the problem, which is that drug costs are too high. I'm sure you hear that all over your state. So our guest this morning is National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare President and CEO Max Richmond. In addition to uh, saving some money on specific drugs, uh, part of these innovations or senior savings models uh, give other helps, like more access to physician's assistance, I understand? Absolutely. This is uh, this is really important. Uh, beneficiaries, since the beginning of this year, uh, under Medicare, can can uh, see a, a physician's assistant, and that would be billed directly to Medicare for services that they perform. Uh, simply put, that means Medicare can be uh, Medicare beneficiaries <coughs> can be treated by physician assistants. Does that not is that not the case currently? It's not the, it's not the case that they can uh, be treated.
treated, and that would be uh, billed directly, <clears throat> excuse me, by uh, physician assistants to the Medicare program. So this cuts through a lot of the red tape, makes it much more uh, accessible to get that treatment by physician's assistant. And in many cases, that, that is preferred by a patient, a, a Medicare a patient, but it is very difficult uh, under the uh, uh, before this change in regulation, it's been very difficult to navigate that. Again, we're speaking with National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare President and CEO Max Richmond. Now we have just a few minutes, so we have to get to our first break. So can you let everybody know where to go? Again, you already mentioned the website, and I've been looking at your website while uh, you've been talking, and there's a lot of information on there. So can you let everybody know where to go uh, to find all that information and maybe get a hold of y'all if they have any questions? Right. Uh, well, the website is ncpssm.org, and you're right, there's a lot of information there, including uh, how to access these uh, new uh, benefits, insulin and, and uh, physician assistance, direct billing to Medicare, and a number of other things we could, uh, we could talk about. Absolutely. So but, one of those things, nutrition therapy, and uh, another one which I thought was really interesting, audio-only phone calls for mental health counseling. Why is that a perk for seniors? Well, you know, if, if you are on Medicare and you're managing diabetes, renal disease, uh, nutrition guidance can make a huge difference in your life. And uh, this new regulation would, would allow referrals to medic, uh, medical nutrition therapy and that includes services by uh, a, any registered dietitian or nutrition professional to help people with Medicare better manage their diabetes or renal disease than is now uh, available. And the, the other thing you mentioned, uh, mental health, so important. Uh, you know, in many cases, as or more important than physical well-being. Medicare is bringing care directly into patients' homes by providing mental and behavioral health services by telephone, uh, counseling, therapy services, and this is especially, I think, relevant in, in your state. Uh, treat, it would include treatment of sus- substance use disorders and services provided through opioid treatment programs. That would, They would be much more readily available to individuals and this, again, is especially important in areas that may not have good broadband access since it is by audio telephone. Again, speaking with Max Richmond, President and CEO of the National Committee to Preserve uh, Social Security and Medicare. Thanks for calling in and chatting with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good one. Again, Max Richmond, National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare, President and CEO, with a lot of information there. Of course, go to their website to uh, kind of find a concise place for all that. And, you know, it's important information for people here uh, in West Virginia, well, for and anywhere, for that matter. I, I think it sends, sets an interesting precedent, too, because if, if Medicare, which has a lot of subscribers, mm-hmm. uh, under that Part D, can open the door to put a cap on insulin, does that mean other in- insurers will follow? Right. I don't know. Wasn't um, uh, the attorney general or the wasn't Patrick Morsey down in uh, the Senate or something, or his office was down there doing something recently with prescription drugs? 
so um, the opioid set- yeah. settlement, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, most recent news, and he mentioned this when he was on with us last week, mm-hmm. is that they're they're tr- figuring out how the settlement dollars will go to different municipalities. I know the mayor was really interested in that, too, the mayor of Martinsburg, Kevin Knowles, so I'm sure we'll be hearing about right. that. Huh. Well, if you missed it, we were speaking with Max Richmond, president and CEO of the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare. So you missed that conversation. You can listen back to it a little bit later on today. But coming up here in a bit, we'll have Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission on the chat. So stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. If you missed it for the break, we had National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare President and CEO Max Richmond on to talk about, well, the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare and the things that are on their docket and things that are on uh, the horizon for them. So if you missed any of that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. That's got to be good news for someone who's on Part D and is diabetic to know that their insulin will be capped at $35 a month. That is insane. So 10% of what they're used to paying. Incredible. That's a good, big time good thing. I mean, prescription drug, I mean, everybody knows, but going to get a prescription if you have Mm -hmm. to get one regularly, for anything, it seems like it's crazy expensive. Even if it's just like a Tylenol. And if you, especially if you get the Tylenol in a hospital. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, definitely that. But um, yeah, good for them. You know, I know they've been lobbying and advocating for this for a long time. And uh, it's really good news for folks who are in Medicare who um, depend on insulin. Absolutely. And uh, other good news, if you're a sports fan, especially here in the Panhandle, Marsha, and we'll talk about this uh, a little bit later on this hour, but uh, the Shepherd Rams women's basketball team, they lost, unfortunately, in the semifinals of the Peace right. Egg Tournament to Cal, uh, who ended up, who were the favorite of the tournament. Then they ended up getting beat on Sunday uh, in the championship game to Gannon. So that was the big shock. And there was a bunch of upsets in the Peace Egg Tournament. It was, a, it was definitely a fun weekend up in Kutztown. But um, uh, have no fear, Shepherd Ladies basketball is still in the national championship tournament. They ended up getting seated as uh, the number five at-large bid in the Atlantic region. So that will get started on Friday down in Glenville, West Virginia. Beautiful Glenville, West Virginia is where you get to go to start your NCAA tournament run. But uh, that's the high seed in the region. So they get to host it. But uh, they'll play Gannon, go figure, in the first game on Friday. Don't count them out. Don't count the Rams out. Don't count them out. What the, the Some of the kids at school are saying the Rammies are rolling. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Your facial expression didn't it didn't reciprocate that. But why are you calling me out like that? <laughs> it's radio. People can't see us, Marsha. You know Yeah, that. they can't see us unless you <laughs> visualize it for them. Yeah, that's I tell them. It's, so this is this is where it is now? This yeah, is what we're doing this now? Is it, this is it. But anyway, so uh, that we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on this hour. And, of course, Berkeley Springs High School, uh, their basketball team won against Kaiser in the playoffs. So they're continuing on. I think they're only one game away from Charleston. So Parker's going to tell us about that, right? Yeah, Parker's going to tell us all about that. That was a big game. They got to cut down the nets. Coach had the, the really? hoop around his neck and everything. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So we'll get all that info for you. But coming up after this break, we'll have Pastor Tim Garino on from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. So stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And joining us in studio is Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Pastor Tim, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, and thanks for having me here. And you talk about Kutztown. I was in Allentown this weekend. Oh, no ways, man. Yeah. Wow. You could have yeah. came right down and uh, oh, yeah. hung out with and us. My sister's a nurse at Kutztown University. There, well, she, she's on staff there Well, that's a nurse. School yeah. was buzzing yeah. on Saturday when we got up there. I think they, yeah. it, just perfect timing for the school. Yeah. They had their, uh, like a FAFSA open house thing for oh, yeah. incoming students. Get yeah. those kids so while they're... A million students, <laughs> like parents and students walking around and the gym's yeah. right in the middle of campus. So there was kids coming mm-hmm. in, they were bringing the tours in and stuff. So it was, oh, yeah. it was a pretty fun experience yeah, up there. Yeah, my nephew's a graduate of Kutztown. That's I, a gorgeous I, campus. I, oh yeah, I know tons of people I grew up with, they're graduates from there. That's a that's a beautiful school. Well, go Rams in yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're Rams country right now. Yeah. So. But, yeah. but no, thanks for having me on. And, Thank and you for being flexible. Yeah. It's just been, it's been a Monday. No, 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 here. don't worry. It's, Thank hey, you. my Mondays are very, very busy at the mission. I come in early uh, just from the weekend and a lot and being out of town. But no, we're very, we're excited. A uh, lot's going on. Just a quick update on the 604 project. Mm-hmm. We're about uh we're a little bit over five hundred thousand now and um we got a check this week that took us over five hundred thousand that's a blessing and we're excited about that so we're about three hundred thousand away from our goal and that's the building the house directly next to the mission right right that no it's the one next to the parking lot oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, the one next to the mission is a store right that's 606 and then 604 and then we were in the uh we got a variance approval through the city last monday tuesday Tuesday, I think it was. I can't remember. They start yeah. to run together, yeah. don't and they? And then this, and then tonight at six thirty, we we meet with the historical preservation board, oh, nice. and then get whatever um, they want us to do, and that gets put into the plans and get it done. But we're excited, and uh, a couple other things are going on. Um, I got another thing I'm putting together, and I'll be announcing that. I hope. I'll, I'll get back to you guys next Monday. We well, want you the exclusive. Can't, so you yeah. can't give us a little hint, just a little taste? Well, it, it's, it has to do with education, something I've been wanting to get done for the longest time at the mission. And um, something happened that we're, it's going to be really exciting to get that going. Very cool. But no, things are going great at the mission. Very busy. We're very busy. We have a lot of folks coming in there. Um, a lot of good stories. A lot of people turning their lives around. And uh, through the discipleship program, through our employment program, um, we just brought on um, Devon. He's our food service manager. He came up through our program, and now he's our food service manager. So what is what is that process for somebody to work up through the program? Do they start as like a collection person if somebody's donating something, or do they start just kind of cleaning up? Well, uh, they come into the program yeah. needing help. Right. And then usually they, uh, we like to look at somebody that's been uh, clean and sober for at least 18 months mm-hmm. before they get that next uh, move up there. And then um, if they're clean and sober, and which – Devon's been clean and sober for a long time now. Um, and then actually Devon left the mission. He's been doing well. And then we had this job opportunity open up. Wow. We presented it to him. He took it. So it's kind of like an alumni coming back. Cool. He's full time. Maybe next time when I when I come on, I'll, I'll bring him with yeah, me. Sure. Yeah. And then we got uh, Kevin Henry. He, we're working him. Um, he's coming up through our program and we're working on him 
in a, an employment position at the mission. Because one of the things we want to do is most of the people that come up through the mission, we want to give them the opportunity when a position opens up to take a job at the mission. They know who we are. They know what we believe. And so it's been really exciting and really neat. So that's neat to see that happening with Kevin, Henry. I mean, Patrick came up through our program. We had tons of others that have come up and, and gotten jobs there. So we're excited. Very cool. Yeah. So the 604 project's doing well. We're a little low on our general fund. So if you could go to that martinsburgunion.com uh, website and give today, I would appreciate that. I know the mission would appreciate that. We're low because uh, this time of the year, people forget taxes and everything. So mm -hmm. we could use that little boost, $10, $5, whatever you can get online. But we had really some really neat things. Uh, I got a letter the other day from a lady whose husband has been a big uh, fan of the mission for, for many, many years. And she wrote me a letter and it's a, and, and it's a little military track from when he was in World War II and he served in the military. And uh, it's really neat. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. That is um, really cool. But, but yeah, he... Um, he passed away, and, and in memorial, they gave some money to the mission and stuff. But I never, it was really neat to read that memorial, stuff like that. But we got some really neat things. We helped a young lady a couple weeks back who was struggling. We helped her get into uh, a rehab. And um, that we do a lot of that with the people that come in off the street. If the mission's not the program for them, because sometimes they need, some of them need more intensity, mm -hmm. uh, more of a <clears throat> controlled environment so we help them especially with the women we help them get places to stay in and uh get them into the programs and stuff like that but we're excited things are going well at the mission uh volunteers we need always need volunteers front desk kitchen uh thrift store mm -hmm. our recycling is is growing and that thrift store is buzzing whenever i see yeah. when i see when i see that flag yeah wave and says open there's all kinds <laughs> yeah. of people walking around Just inside call, calls outside. everyone from martinsburg and the surrounding yeah. area no no and, and and we're we're excited about that and across the street i met with the new owners across the street how um, are they are they nice yeah they're they're excited um and i'm excited that's going to be neat to have that completely done and uh i mean they're going to put 440 units there Oof. that's that's a lot of people right to our thrift store. They could just yeah. walk across oh, the street. Wow. Yeah. And see, I look at it from a different I look at it as a, hey, man, that, that's great. And Still, they're respectful new. of your mission and oh, what yeah. you do. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, no, we're, we're very excited. Uh, the previous owner, we had a good relationship, Mr. Uh, Wright. Um, and uh, he's very excited about what we're doing there. Um, no, we're, we're, I mean, things are popping and we're excited. Just keep in prayer. Um, we, we have lost some people on the streets recently from the fentanyl and heroin quite a few i did a funeral for a young man uh, a couple weeks back uh, who died from a fentanyl and he died that night another another young boy died that night and they both got it from the same batch man of the fentanyl and heroin so it's it, it, it's it's a battle every day yeah. i mean uh we we see people come in and it's a battle it's a battle every day and um uh, just keep pray keep prayers and uh you know one one thing I, I tell people the devil doesn't discriminate um I mean he he reaches everybody yeah and and when we do it the Martinsburg Union rescue mission is we reach out to everybody um and that's the neat thing about uh the gospel of Jesus Christ we reach to everybody we don't discriminate everybody gets to hear the gospel for free and um we've seen some really neat things we had some guys that come into our program like Mr. Henry and Davon, I'll get them on next time. Let them share okay. yeah, share their testimonies and how they've come up. Um, it's powerful stuff because they they've come from some real rough backgrounds. 
So folks may be listening. They may be overwhelmed by the mission. They may, yeah. may, yeah. They may say, they, this is something I could never do. I'm yeah. sitting here thinking this is something I could never do. But folks can help. Yeah. Um, not only by contributing to the general fund, but you guys always have great posts of what you might need in the yes. kitchen. The kitchen the kitchen's always busy because we've been feeding a lot of people. Always need eggs. Always need uh, syrup, coffee, cream, sugar. Sugar's big thing. That's um, all stuff I have on my list right now, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I um, need milk. We need milk a lot of times um need meats um we we did we had a, a, a time where we were real short on meats but the the community came through we put it on facebook and it was amazing like within 10 days our freezer went from being empty to full that was really cool to oh see that. it was awesome i i was i was blown away from the response and just very humbled because it's a very generous community we live in here right so i, I it's very exciting and uh, the neat thing too like with our thrift store we take donations and it's a uh, lady came in the other day and we have people that um she was shopping for a whole bunch of stuff for her her for uh, her grandchild and we got a lot of clothes that were brand new brought into us and she came in and and they had the tags on and everything she and she came up to me and she goes you know i bought all this for like three dollars she goes wow. if i'd have went to a regular store it would have cost me twenty thirty dollars yep. and she thanked me and i said well don't i mean I, I you're you're welcome i said but it's because of the generous donors that we get that people just bring stuff to us some of it's brand new right. and it's amazing a uh, guy showed me on uh, on his phone the other day he got a uh he bought he bought something for like two dollars and sold it on ebay for like four hundred dollars what yeah i know that's what i said to him. i said so i said so where's the commission yeah he, you tithing that <laughs> he kind of laughed and walked yeah. away. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'll go get your commission. It's out of yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so you never know what you, you know, what one man's junk is another man's treasure. Right. You never know. And, but we just don't have the time to look through everything that's given to us and we get it out there. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff. And that's why you see people. I mean, I got one guy, he comes in and just looks for, and I know I can't say the word, but. The uh, Washington team's old name. Oh yeah, he looks well, for the Commanders. Right, the, the commanders, commanders. But he yeah. but he looks for the old stuff oh, because yeah. that's the stuff that's going big time. Right, because it's vintage now, and that's what's selling. Man. And who ever thought that that stuff is vintage now? Yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. it, but it gets people through the door, yeah. and and that two dollars yeah. that that guy spent yeah. was two dollars clear yeah. for for yeah. the rescue mission. And he sell and he and he sells it out in the West Coast where they can't Go get. Figure. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. and he he makes good money, and that he'll 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 like like uh, like. Like a uh, what do you call those uh, birds that wait for the prey to fall? I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> vulture. He's vulture. like a vulture. I yeah. give him a hard time. I tell him, man, you're like a vulture, man. He'll just sit in the store and wait because every hour stuff's coming in. Uh-huh. Every hour. I mean, just we, make a, a yeah. pile of those yeah. jerseys for yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he 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 dives on them when they come in. He <laughs> gathers them up. But no, it, it's been it's been great. Um, you know, we're not without our challenges. We got a lot of things that we work on. We work with broken people. And when you work with broken people, there's, trust me, there's some weeks I, I just shake my head and go, wow, it's, it's overwhelming with the, with the sorrows and the, and the brokenness that people bring through our doors. And, right. you know, it, it's, it's hard because we get blamed for a lot of things. And I'll sit there and go, how did we have anything to do with right. this? But it's, they, have to, they have to dump it on somebody's doorstep. Yep. And, you know, so there's a time we have to step back. And that's why I went away for the weekend up mm-hmm. to Allentown to see my family. Yep. You know, we got to step back because there's a lot. We get dumped at our mm-hmm. door that we had nothing to do with. But where else are they going to dump it? Yeah. And that's the neat thing. And we deal with a lot of people that come to us on a regular basis that, um, you know, they struggle. And um, I, I get people that come to me that are not even at the mission, but they can't go to their local churches or their 
whatever because they feel that if once they tell what they're telling me, they'll be oust or yeah. they'll be put aside or wow. whatever the term is. So we, I, I minister to, I, I can't give you names of people, but I minister to people from all backgrounds. I mean, it's never, never a dull moment. You no, know, I guarantee it. You ever watch the the pawn stars where they uh-huh. say you never know what's going to walk through the door. Right. Uh-huh. Well, at the mission, trust me, I get people walking through the door some days I'm going, huh, why are you here? Well, I need to tell right. you something. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and there so, you are. You're yeah. ready to help. But so, but you know, folks like you guys here getting the word out, you know, we need that support. We need that help. We need the daily prayers, donations, we do not take couches. I have a lot of people calling for couches. <laughs> That's a very specific thing. <laughs> yeah, we do not take couches. It's just, it is what it is. We yeah. can't even give couches away. Right. Um, we, we had a sale one time where it's buy one couch, get one free. <laughs> wow. And, and they weren't even buying them. So we we're like, take them free. And we couldn't even get rid of them. So then we have to chop them up, throw them away. It costs us a lot of money. So we're really, it's really defeating the purpose of what mm-hmm. we're trying to do at the thrift store. So we don't take couches. People will tell me, well, it's a brand new couch, but how many years you've had it? Nine years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we've been speaking yeah. with Pastor Tim Greeno yeah. from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Now, we just have a few minutes so we have to get uh, to our next break. But I wanted to ask you, now, we, sure. of course, we know when it gets towards the winter time for the mission, you're going to get pretty busy because people are looking yeah. for a place you know, warm to stay. Now, how does that, like, how do, I guess, the problems change as the seasons change? Now it's getting nicer out. Do you see less people come through the door? I'm glad you said that. Actually, we see more people. Really? Yeah, because transit. Oh, more people are moving around. Yeah, more people are moving around, 81, 70. Actually, our numbers go up in the spring and summer compared because when when winter comes, people tend to, wherever they're at, that's where they stay. They they, they hunker down for the winter. When spring and summer comes, we'll get more people with more transients coming in and out. Um, We'll get higher numbers. And also the drinking and drug problem skyrockets. Right. And and people say, well, what about Christmas? I say, no, it skyrockets this time of the year. And throughout the summer, if you look at the statistics, this is when it really hits hard Hmm. because the availability. People are finally getting out. Yeah, Yeah, they're getting out and moving about. And it so it actually this from now until, say, September, it gets actually very, very busy hmm. for us. I would I would have thought that you'd have less. I mean, it's not surprising that the usage and things go up once yeah. it gets nicer out, but it is surprising to hear that you get more people in, into the building in, yeah. when it gets nicer. Oh, out. yeah. It, we, more, and like I said, more transit. You'll see yeah. people. We'll see people this time of the year from now until, say, September that we won't see in the wintertime because when the wintertime comes, wherever they're at, boom, they'll That's stay until at. it, you know, ice, the right. spring breaks and then right. they're coming out. Hmm. Yeah. And again, we've, yeah. we've been speaking with Pastor Tim Greener from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Can you let everybody know again uh, where to go to find out more information about the mission, if they want to volunteer, donate, things like that? Yeah, they can go right to our website, uh, Martin, uh, martinsburgunionrescuemission.com, or they can call the mission. I think I believe it's uh, 263-6901, and they can go extension 1 or extension 4. That's either me or, or my office manager, Sharon, and we'll give you all the information. Of course, that's 304 area code. Mm-hmm. Give you all the information you need. Again, Pastor Tim Greener from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Thanks for coming in oh, and chatting with guys. us. You guys do such amazing things for people, you know, here in the Panhandle and Extended. And uh, it's a pleasure for us to be able to share that information to Absolutely. everybody. So thanks yeah. again. Oh, thank you guys. Have a good day. You Absolutely. Too. Stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, so guys, Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsh Kabalik. Miss it for the break. We have Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission on to give us an update on the mission and the... Well, Tons of things that they're getting into all the time down there and the great things they're doing for people in the community. So if you missed any of that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on today. It's always so impressive talking with Pastor Tim. Just stop for a minute and imagine what it would be like if that place didn't exist. I know. They do so much. It's such a hub of people down mm-hmm. there. All, yeah, and crazy. all he's asking is like a little sugar or coffee or right. a little donation. If you got a bunch of t-shirts in your yeah, dressing room, you know, Yeah, the thrift shop. Yeah, I got stuff to drop by there today. You going? Yeah. All right. I try to stop by there as much as I can to drop clothes off. That means I'm <laughs> decluttering. Right. Which is always Matt Paxton good. would be proud. Matt Paxton would be proud. Would be proud. But joining us in the studio, uh, you hear him over on ninety two point nine WXDC, calling Berkeley Springs basketball games, and you hear him right here on WPM and WCST with me doing uh, Shepherd Shepherd basketball games. It's uh, Parker Stone. Parker, how are you doing this morning? I am doing fantastic this morning, especially from the news we got last night on the women. We'll tell the people about it. So yeah, uh, Shepherd women's basketball. They've had a historic historic run this season they made it to the semifinals of the PSAC tournament they were down Saturday against Cal PA but good news came out they are the fifth seed in the Atlantic region of the division two tournament and they will begin play in Glenville this weekend they'll play Gannon in the first round right and it's down in Glenville because uh, Glenville is the high seed I mean they were the number one team in the nation and all of D2 basketball for the whole season really undefeated then uh, they ended up getting shocked in the Mountain East Conference Championship which you heard on a lot of our Metro news stations um, by the University of Charleston beating them in the championship games so giving them their first loss and losing in the MEC championship but still one of the best teams in the nation so nonetheless they they get the uh, the they get the first or the number one seed and they get to host uh, their region. But apparently, Glenville is a pretty fun place to watch a ball game. Yeah, I've been actually been to that gym over there. We've uh, had track conference there when I ran at Concord. We had track conference there. I think my junior year. It was either my junior year or sophomore year. One of the one of those is weird. You got like the pre-COVID and post-COVID right. line. You got to kind of mm-hmm. like maneuver that. But yeah, I've been to the gym over there at Glenville. It's a really good sized gym. It's really nice. And yeah, it's going to be exciting for these girls to get over there and have some fun this weekend. I'm really excited. And they got a the video came out of them. Mm-hmm. They posted to it. They get a reveal. They all went crazy for it. It was it was fun to watch them get excited. It was, yeah. It's it's been a heck of a run for these girls this season. It's been really fun to watch them. So here uh, here is the audio from the team seeing uh, well finding out that they are going to be playing in the NCAA tournament. It's so cool. Yeah, they're all in a classroom, had the big big screen on. That's always cool. I guess that is the good part about, the, or the fun part about not winning your conference and getting the automatic bid is that you have the anticipation of waiting to see if you, you know, still had a good enough season, good enough record to get a, you know, a seed, an at-large bid. And they did, the number five, and they'll be playing, uh, like Parker said, the uh, Gannon what are the Knights, I think? Yeah, I think they're the Knights. Yeah, the Golden Knights, I believe. The Gannon Golden Knights, uh, who also had a pretty good season. They beat Cal in the PSAC Championship game. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it works out. But, uh, Marsha, me and Parker think that this is a pretty good uh, pretty good little path for the Rams team to uh, make a pretty significant run here in this tournament. I hope they surprise everyone. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Were you tuned in Saturday? <sighs> Wait, why are you calling me out like this? I, I had... <laughs> 
unexpectedly the opportunity to go skiing. And so, A, couldn't get the skiing signal. Skiing on a 95 degree day. <laughs> it, was, it was 67. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't get to tune in. But I was paying attention on the way home trying to see the socials to see if there were any mm-hmm. updates. And I'm really glad that, that they got in the door this way because I was pretty sad when I learned on Saturday that they hadn't pulled out a win. I know. And so was I. And me and Parker, I mean, we were like melting our brains trying to figure out this postseason situation because mm-hmm. for some reason we were just overcomplicating it so much. We were like, well, <clears throat> we're like maybe they are done once they, if they lose, maybe they are completely done. But then we're like, what? They have this other tournament we had. I was completely lost. And then the more I thought about it over the weekend, where I was like, wait, this is exactly like every other postseason basketball tournament ever. You were too close to it, though. I think that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. I think that's what it was. But uh, nonetheless, it should be pretty interesting. Be yeah, pretty I'm interesting. excited for it. It should be fun. Like we said, the draw looks fantastic. The girls beat Gannon the one time they played this season. That's back yep. when Gannon was ranked, the too. The very first game wow. of the season, regular yeah. season game. Yeah, that's big for the girls, too. And then they get Glenville. And you and I have talked about it, Jordan. I. I wouldn't call Glenville frauds, but they frauds definitely, what? Def, definitely the the Mountain East Conference is not the strongest conference for women's basketball. I will say that outside there's out of the eight bids that there were in the Atlantic region, five of those were in the PSAC. Mm-hmm. You had Cal, you had Gannon, you had Shepard, you had IUP, and the last one being Lincoln, I believe, right? Yeah, it should be Lincoln, and then Glenville and Charleston. Right. So yeah, right. that's five. That's five out of your eight are coming out of the PSAC. Right. So definitely a tougher division. And hey, there's a reason Shepard moved out of the MEC to come to the PSAC. Too. Absolutely. So I, I'm not saying that it's a guarantee, but it's definitely going to be a big game. If this Glenville team lost to Charleston, it it definitely is a toss up. And right. I like I like the draw. I really do. Now uh, that's not the only big basketball news because Berkeley Springs, the Indians, the tribe is uh, pretty much rolling through these playoffs, aren't they? Oh, they've been doing amazing so far. They actually won this past week the uh, Section Two tourney. They're uh-huh. the champions there. They had a nice plaque. They uh, they cut down the nets. I got to talk with Coach Brenniger over at Berkeley Springs, and he was all peppy and happy about it. We've talked with Gavin Barkley, Tommy Ross. We've talked to some of the seniors out that way, and. They're all really excited. They're they've been having one heck of a season. It's been really fun to watch them, and they play actually tomorrow night. If they win, that will absolutely secure their spot into the state tourney at Charleston. And even if they lose, they'll play later in the week. They should have a road game, and that was is another chance to secure them. But it it sounds like the Indians are going to be going down to Charleston. Oh yeah. It, now, do you know if they've been to? I mean, I'm sure that. Well, I can't say I'm sure that the that Berkeley Springs has been to the state tournament before. But do you know if they have in basketball? I honestly don't know. And not sure either. I, I would say this is probably the best team they've ever had. Well, this Berkeley group Springs. of seniors, I mean, we were saying it, me and uh, Dylan, who's on the call with you for Berkeley Springs basketball, Dylan Bishop, we were saying that during football season. I mean, these kids are so athletic. They're so talented. And they only missed out. The only reason they missed out playoffs for football was because they lost a like 100 to 107 game wow. first game of the season at, at Petersburg this past year and that was the only reason they didn't make it out was that one loss so this team it, it's it's cool to see especially going from when I watch them all the time in the on the football field and hearing you know your broadcast and stuff on basketball it's cool to hear that they uh have kept the trajectory going up 
Oh yeah, they're awesome kids too. They're fun to talk to, interview with, and yeah, it, like they said, it's been a lot of upperclassmen on that team. It's been Sean Lord, their point guard. Osborne has been their three and D guy on the wing. Barkley's been the scorer. He had a thousand this season, so that was really fun for him. And then mm. I, I've said Tommy Ross is the best athlete overall on that team, and he he really is. He's he's kind of like their gadget guy on press when or traps when they like to use that and then they usually like to make some swaps between uh, Dakota Hamrick he's a 6'4 sophomore that they've been starting for most of the season he's he's a good presence down low good defender and boxes people out and gets nice block shots and then they'll bring they got a nice bench unit too honestly they got a uh, Holden Gerson he's been coming off the bench for him a lot he's been doing really good he actually had a really good game against Kaiser for that mm-hmm. for that uh section two championship game he had a couple big threes and Came off the bench, he played the whole third quarter, and then on top of that, you got Gavin Young, he's a freshman, he's been getting a lot of good minutes as well, and yeah, Coach Berniger's really coached this team up to their full potential, I'm excited to see what they do, so hopefully now, the state attorney. Where are they going to land in college? Will some of them come back to Shepard, and will they play football, or will they play basketball? Who knows? Seniors. Who knows on that one? I'll have to I'll have to get in a Coach Berniger's ear on that one yeah. and see where nice people are going. Have. Have, you, have you met Kevin Pitsnoggle yet? I did, he had to have been at the, I did, at the game I did, last week. I did see Kevin Pitt snoggle up at the you know uh, that is, right, right, I do. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did see him up at the game. He was he was out there just outside of the gym. <laughs> well, it's hard to miss somebody that's like 19 feet tall. Oh, yeah. He's he's an absolute unit. He's, he's a big old – he's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big dude. But, uh, Parker, thanks for coming in chatting with us a little bit about some uh, Shepherd and Berkeley Springs basketball. It's definitely been an exciting end to this sports season. For us, that is for sure. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's been, not over. It's not it over. It's not over. It's definitely it's, not over. It's been a heck of a ride too. It's been insane. It has been, and we'll see uh, what happens with Shepherd Rams basketball. The ladies will get going in the NCAA tournament on Friday. The time is to be determined, but we'll have all the rest of their games live right here on WPM and WCST. And make sure you stick over to our uh, Facebook page and our website for uh, updates on times for the game on Friday. And then tell everybody again over on XDC where they can listen to the Berkeley Springs game tomorrow. Yeah, if you want to tune into that Indians game tomorrow, they can lock up that uh, state tourney bid. You can listen on to 92.9 WXDC, or you can stream us on 929WXDC.com, or you can download our brand new app. It's on Apple, Android, Amazon. You name the device, you got it anywhere. Download the app. You can listen to us right there, right on your phone. And who'd have thought he was a sales guy at one point, Marsha? I think he's found his his groove. (laughs) I think so. I think so. But that just about does it for us today. You got anything else, Marsha? Oh, pretty much. I'm still just reeling that you you know, outed me oh, twice today. No so way. Thanks, no way. Buddy. It's not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Wait, Miss A, the show, we had uh, Pastor Tim Garino on from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. We had Max Richmond, National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare President CEO. And then, of course, Parker Stone talking about Shepherd basketball and Berkeley Springs basketball. All kinds of sports. Oh, don't forget, this week we'll have the uh, West Virginia SSAC, uh, both boys and girls basketball tournaments right here uh, live. So tune in for that. But... For everybody here in studio, I'm Jordan Ice Morris from Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.